0: Five red flags that scare quality men away. In this video, you will discover what are actually some of the things you don't think about, some signals you may be sending that actually make the right man run the opposite direction. Now, if you are ready to learn how to track the right man for you, then pop into the comment section. I am ready. I am Antje Boyd, founder and creator of the Magnetize Your Man Method. And look, this is the channel where we magnetize your man so that the man you want, desires, and yes, pursues you forever. Now look, if you like anything about what I share, what I wear, anything about my background, do me a favor and give it a like, and also don't forget to subscribe by hitting that bell as well for more juicy notifications on videos coming your way, and lastly, sharing is caring, so don't forget to forward it to a girlfriend or two. So let's go ahead and dive right in to the five ways, right, like, like five behavior patterns that are red flags that scare quality men away. Number five is making him responsible for your ex's mistakes, right? Like men hate that, right? Like, you know, so if you have, for example, trust issues, why is that his responsibility? Why does he have to deal with that, right? Why does he have to be like overly understanding for that. Does that make sense? So you actually want to see, okay, hold on a second. I have trust issues. Yes, maybe you got cheated on in the past. Yes, maybe somebody lied to you. Maybe even somebody abused you, right? But then to expect that basically the man that you're currently dating is paying the dues for it, It's absolutely not fair. And a quality man will not accept that because he will say, look, I didn't do anything wrong, right? And so then what happens is you can become doubtful and questioning and interrogative, maybe even argumentative with a man who's amazing because you're projecting your ex's mistakes, right? And all the arguments that you had and all the disappointments that you experienced, Onto this perfectly amazing quality man. Now, quality man will not have it because he will say, look, like we have a healthy interdependent relationship or like at least dating dynamic. Meaning you look, okay, so where, where am I having trust issues? And where am I taking responsibility for it? So, for example, when I met my husband Brody, right, like I knew, okay, so I have this anxious attachment style. Because my mom was emotionally unavailable, right? So what I didn't say, so I have this anxious attachment style, so you have to like now take care of it, you know what I mean? Like you got to make me feel safe and you got to make me feel this and you have to do this and that and that. No, I said, okay, so look, I have something called an anxious attachment style. It's a working model inside of myself, right? It's like a bonding mechanism that occurred when I was very young and it's still sometimes showing up. So, my strategy, when that's showing up, is I will actually, you know what I mean, pull back. I will do those things. I just want to let you know, right? So that you don't think something happy is fun as something funny is happening. something happy is funny. <laughs> and so then what happens is my husband in this particular instance, because I interviewed him afterwards, you, right, and ask him, so wait, like, what did you think about that? Like, when I said and he's like, well, I actually knew that you got it handled, that you're not projecting it onto me, that I'm now rescuing you, because then you create a codependent pattern, and a quality man is not interested in that, right? A quality man does not want to be held responsible for something he hasn't caused. Now, he is totally responsible for things that, that, he, that where there's responsibility to do, absolutely. But not if he hasn't caused that. Right, He's like, you know, if you have anxiety, I will not make sure every single time that I feed into your insecurities and I'm like sort of the rescuer and the hero and all the things, right? But rather, I'm, I'm like perfectly happy to communicate with you about it, but I want you to do something about it. And look, you would want the man to do the same thing. If the man would collapse every single time, no, where are you going again? Or he's like jealous or he's afraid to lose you. At some point, you'd be like, like, hey. Like, you know, why don't you hire a coach and get get this handled once and for all, right? Why don't you do a training? Why don't you take a workshop and just really work on this so you don't put this on me? Because then, unfortunately what happens is when you already have an anxious attachment style, you already have this fear to be a burden. And then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy because then it actually feels like you are a burden, right? Because he is saying, like, I'm not responsible for it. Like, you have to figure this out yourself. So that's like number one. Number four is manipulation. So there was this really great show. Well, I mean, I thought it was kind of funny and great. It was called Joe Millionaire. And and the premise of this reality TV show it's sort of like a you know it's very similar to the bachelor except the fact that it's with two guys and one guy is a millionaire and one guy but a multimillionaire and the other one is not and so it's not about that but this one guy he's dating this woman and she is highly manipulative right so she's just putting on this front She's just like, you know, when it comes to, like, more important topics, like, what's what what's with your son? And, you know what I mean? And what relationship do you have with the son's father and all the things? Like, we'll talk about it later. Oh, are you acting from a place of fear? So she'll also start guilt-tripping him, right, manipulating him. Oh, you're not a strong man, but strong men, don't ask things like that. So a quality man will notice when you start to manipulate him. And he will lose trust and he will lose respect for you, because he's like saying, well, why do you need to manipulate you me, right? So for example, when I met my husband, Brody, we were dating probably for like eight or nine months or so. By the way, I bring so many examples of my husband because he was the only long-term relationship and then of course marriage for like now eight years and counting um, of my entire life, right? So so when I was dating him for like about eight to nine months, um, you know, I was thinking about manipulating him because... Oh, I was like annoyed at something he did. And I'm like, you know what? I know I could guilt trip him. I know his upbringing, right? So, but then I was like, wait a minute. In order to trust myself, in order to have what I call queen integrity, this what you think, what you say, and what you do needs to be in alignment. So I said, wait a minute. So if I just thought I want to manipulate him, then now I need to tell him that I wanted to manipulate him. And that's exactly what I did. Now, of course, my internal was... Screaming at me and was saying, you? what are you doing? Have you lost your mind? You're losing all your power. He will never trust you again." And of course, none of that was true. Right when I told him, "Hey, babe, you know, part of me wants to manipulate you," and he was like, "My, it's like really? How did that part want to do that?" And then it was become this this funny joke. And I was like, "Well, I wanted to manipulate you and all the things," and that opened up the door to a much deeper level of intimacy. Because he now could also say, hey, there's a part inside of me, meaning in him, right, that is feeling about this and that, right? Or feels like it wants to run or it feels like it wants to hide or whatever the case may be. So it created much more authenticity and transparency in our relationship. Number three is emasculation, right? So for one, like, and I talk about this in my Understanding man Masterclass, is like emasculation, by the way, if you're interested in that, you can pop that in the comment section and my assistant will send you a link to that. So emasculation, right, it's like, for example, if you compare him to other men. So we are emasculating men in ways that we don't even know. Right. So when you compare him to other men, then you're basically saying, well, I'm thinking more about this man as as a stronger man versus you. So when you say, you know, my, uh, you know, my ex, like he was really great at uh, solving this problem, or he was really great at fixing cars, right? Or even my dad, or my brother, or my coworker, or whoever, because men, the more masculine they are, the more they will be in competition with each other. And we will not understand that because we women are in collaboration with each other. Now, the more feminine we are, right? So the feminine is more collaborative, the masculine is more competitive, So, what happens with a man when he enters a room, he would think, he would pay attention if he's a masculine man, right? Like, who's the alpha in the room? Because I need to do two things. For one, I cannot hit on the alpha's female, the alpha's girlfriend, the alpha's wife, right? So, I have to be very respectful of that. And I may have to follow the alpha's rules, So there's a lot of unspoken laws when it comes to understanding how tribes worked back in the day and understanding who is the alpha and acting accordingly, right? So men are standing like this. So if you tell him about another man, then he'll be like, wait, so in what relationship does this man stand to me? Right, and this can be like highly emasculating. Of course, another thing is like opening your own doors and like you know, wanting to pay for everything and initiating, being controlling, don't drive this way, things like that. Right, also highly emasculating. So, steer free from that. Now, if you're liking this content so far. Do me a favor, give it a like and subscribe to my channel. Number two is emotionally unavailable. Now, this is funny because most women that come to me actually saying they don't want to attract. They are attracting emotionally unavailable men. Now, what I always say is the quality of men that you attract into your life is directly proportional to the relationship you have with yourself. So, where are you emotionally unavailable? So, this could, for example, look like you could have like stoicism. So, you could literally have no emotional expression. The date could be highly logical. And then what the man is going to say, because my husband worked with men for over 10 years, they will come back from the date and they will say, you know, she's not it's nice, lovely, right? I do necessarily feel a connection. Now, what does that mean when a man says, I don't necessarily feel a connection? Now, it feels like I have not been emotionally moved or impacted. There's not been a state change inside of myself, right? Because remember, the more masculine a man is, the more still he will be inside of himself. The more feminine A woman is, the more movement, the more variety, the more range will exist inside of her. Now, what the man, of course, looks forward to, the more masculine he is, that he actually gets sort of like activated by the feminine, right? Inspired by the feminine, lit up by the feminine. Like uh, he's given like an emotional map by the feminine. So when you're emotionally unavailable, then he's like the same way. You know, he's just going to walk away. He's like, okay, whatever, right? Or he's not going to trust you because he knows, especially if he's emotionally available, if he's a quality man who is in integrity, grounded, aligned, right? And is actually congruent with his emotions. He'll be like, there should be emotions and there are not. Why not? Is she hiding it or is she not liking me? Now, that's, of course, like a dilemma par excellence because if he thinks it's because you're not liking him, how sad is that? In the meanwhile, you were really interested, but you you were protecting yourself. You let old ways of protection um, and defense mechanisms rule your life. Number one is lack of boundaries. So look, sometimes a man may quote-unquote test you. Now, he may not necessarily do that on purpose, right? He's not going to be like, ha, 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 ha. I'm going to test today, Suzanne. I'm going to see how it goes, right? No, he's not going to do that, right? Especially not if he's a quality man, if he's an emotionally available man, a man of integrity. We call it actually king Integrity, right? But he would be like, you know, are you setting boundaries? Are you like, hey, you know what? How you just said that, I that felt disrespectful to me, right? Well, no, I'm not available today. So are you holding your own? Do you have a frame? Or are you collapsing into him every single time? As you like, my dear. Of course, my dear. Whatever you want, my dear. And you're like overly agreeable, right? Oh, whatever you want for dinner. Oh, wherever you want to go on vacation. Oh, I love all your friends. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, everything is wonderful. You know, somewhere inside of ourselves, we know. Hold on a second. It's just like not realistic, right? Somewhere inside of ourselves, we know Like, you know, there's a part inside of us that has an opinion. And there's no way that we can always agree on everything. I mean, this woman is coming from a different background, uh, maybe from a whole different family constellation, maybe different culture, maybe different assumptions, belief systems, uh, internal dialogues, and so on. And you want to tell me she every single time agrees with me? I don't think so. Ich don't think so. (laughs) Right? And so then he's like, Begins to distrust you, and more importantly, he loses respect for you. And a man needs to also respect a woman to fall in love, he doesn't need to like her, he also needs to respect her as well, right? Because the respect causes this very healthy tension, I call it, inside of the relationship, right? You want to have this healthy tension that keeps things exciting, that's also where he doesn't take you for granted, right? He doesn't know, okay, like. I don't know how it goes, you know, and I don't know what she um what she's gonna say this time. And that's how he continues to stay, pay, pay attention to you, remembers details, right, puts you first, makes you a priority, and so on. Now, if you want to learn how to make a man want you, then hop on over to our free quiz at mymquiz.com. And if you haven't done so already ready hold on a second, watch next when a man deeply loves you, he will start saying these five things. Lots of love to you ladies and I will talk to you in the next video. Bye-bye!